0: When you're done listening to today's episode, you can find more resources, videos, workbooks, and webinars at the digitaltoolbox.club. But don't leave yet. Listen to the show first. Okay, here we go. Welcome to More Than a Few Words, Marketing Conversation for Business Owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today... We're going to talk about intention. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about what's really the priority, people or profits, and how one actually leads to the other. And to have that conversation, I've invited Patty Farmer back. This is a return visit for Patty, and I'm hoping that you'll check out our other conversation when you're done listening to this one. Patty is an award winning marketing and media strategist. She's an international speaker, a podcast host, a magazine publisher, and event producer. She works with small business owners, entrepreneurs, and speakers to attract and convert their ideal client so they can make a big impact in the world and bigger deposits in their bank
1: account. Patty, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. I love your show. Well, I really love having you. I love
0: talking with you because you always have great points and really succinct for the audience. And so if you're okay, I want to dive right in.
1: Let's do it.
0: Before we started, you said something that really piqued my curiosity. You said that now more than ever, business owners, whether they're B2B or B2C, need to focus on people versus profits.
1: What did you mean by that? I just feel that, you know, we live in a time right now where whether you're B2B or B2C, right? That relationship marketing, it's all about people, not profits, and that the relationships that we build are the currency in today's business environment. So one of the things I always like to tell people is to give them a visual, is to think of your business like an ATM machine. So if it is, think about it, are you making more deposits or more withdrawals? Right? You know, because I feel like if it's about the relationships, it has to be about the relationships first before it could be about revenue.
0: That's such a great point. And it's such a great visual. I always refer to that as my karma bank, that when I do something for someone else, they may not be the person that turns around and does something for me, but it just kind of snowballs. You, You approach the world that way. So if I'm thinking that I'm listening to you and I'm saying, okay, Patty, I want to start building this bank account. I want to load up my ATM. How do I start?
1: You start by giving first, (laughs) always, right? And so I think that what happens a lot is start thinking about the bank. So one of the things that you should have at your disposal are what are the assets that you have and how you can serve someone else? So first of all, we all have a network, right? So that's the first thing. Second, do you have any other assets? So like for me and you, right? I have a podcast. I have a magazine, right? I have stages. So I have things, which is why I did it. I have these assets. So when I go to events, when I'm talking to someone, I always lead with how can I serve them, what are the things that I can do for them first, right? And reciprocity, right, will usually work. Not always, but if it doesn't, that kind of tells you something all in itself, right? <laughs> but the reality is if you have a serve, not sell mentality, which I absolutely do, I always want to serve first. And it really, really works. And there's a couple different ways that you can do it that lead to profit. So I always say, if you lead, with contribution, compensation will follow, but it's how you do it. So here's an example. A lot of people love to think old school, and actually I built my business this way. So it may have been old school, but it worked. You just have to be more intentional now, which was that a lot of business was built having coffee. And hey, I got to tell you, I love coffee and I built my business by having lots of coffee meetings. But the fact of the matter is, that it is what you do before you have coffee that matters, right? It is being able to know what are you going to talk about? Why are you getting together? What is the conversation about? So it's not that I don't want to know about your children or your dog or where you took your last vacation. As we build out that relationship, I absolutely want to know that. But in the beginning, what I really need to know is how can I serve you so that we're kind of on our first date right now. How can I serve you? So I think that is important. So here's an example. So a lot of times what happens is, and you know, how many times have you ever had coffee with someone? And then when you walked out of that meeting, you thought, oh my gosh, there's 90 minutes of my life. I'll never get back. Right. Because you didn't set it up in the beginning. And then there's also times where you've had coffee with someone, whether this is in person or virtually, and you're both sharing and you get to the end of the call. And then they say, oh, I would love to serve you. What can I do for you? Because I get people who say this to me all the time. And they're like, Patty, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm stuck. Like, why are you not already prepared for that? Right? And so to me, I always say to my clients and partners, The easiest ask you can ever make in reality, right? Because they don't know you well enough to refer you business yet. They don't know about what your vision is and how that aligns with their beliefs, right? They don't know that about you yet. So what is something easy? So here's an easy ask. And the easiest ask is this, is just be able to say, well, I would love to be introduced to any podcast host you know. That's not a guarantee you're going to get on that podcast. Now you're, they didn't say, could you get me on this podcast? You still have to sell yourself and say why, but who doesn't know a podcast host or 10, right? <laughs> All you're saying is, could you introduce me? And if you just had a conversation back and forth, that should help them to know specifically who would be a good podcast host to introduce them to. If somebody in my network does an introduction for me and says, oh, Patty, I had coffee with XYZ. And after talking to them, I think they'd make a great guess, potentially. You know, I suggest you guys connect and see if there's a topic maybe you're looking for. I will always have that conversation because it came from a trusted relationship that I already have. But what happens is that when people ask them, they think of profits over People and instead they say, Oh, I would love it if any of your clients might be looking for somebody that, you know, does what I do, or maybe you could introduce me to somebody or give me a referral. The relationship isn't there yet. And they put profits over people. It's always about the people. Who could I introduce you to? I have a whole process on how I introduce people. And I have to tell you, I almost hate to say it, but it is the truth. So I'm going to, which is I have a 100% success rate on people meeting me when we have a call of any type. And the reason is because I set it up that way and how I do that. So here I'm going to go ahead and give you my tip, which if you do nothing else, this right here is going to increase your sales if you think about people. So here it is. When I have a call with someone, so say Lorraine, you and I have a call for coffee, whether it's virtual or in person on Friday. I'm going to send you an email and I'm going to say, Lorraine, I just want to confirm that we're still meeting Friday at 10 a.m. at XYZ or virtual, wherever it's going to be. And say, but you know what I would love, Lorraine? I would love it if when you respond to this email, confirming, if you would also share with me, like right now, do you have a project you're working on that you're looking for support? Who is your ideal client? Or maybe a few introductions that you're looking for. And then, and here's the punchline. And then I say, the reason I'm asking that is so that this way I have a chance to go through my database. And if I have any of those, I can bring them with me on Friday when we meet. Now, are you not going to show up for that call? I'd like to think you would show up for the call to have a call with me anyway, but now you're thinking, oh, wow, right? You have a chance to do that. Now, here's what should happen in the reciprocity principle. Should be that when they send that back to you, they're going to be, first of all, they're going to go, wow, nobody's ever done that for me before. So now you have elevated yourself right there. Now, when they respond, and believe me, you're at the top of their list right now, when they respond to you and give you that information, and here's the qualifier, they should, and 99% of the time they will. But if they don't, again, it's a screening process, right? They should send it back and say, thank you so much, Patty. I would love it if you would do the same for me. Absolutely. You just covered so much there, but I'm going to
0: summarize for listeners kind of what my key takeaways were, which number one is... You want to know what you're going to what you want to ask for? You want to be realistic about what you can ask for. Don't ask for sale in that first meeting. I'm I'm not going to buy buy something from you after I have, you know, dust stale stale donuts and a little bit of coffee. But then also prepare for that meeting. Do your own homework. Engage the other person in the preparation so that everybody comes to that meeting. Yes, we're having a casual cup of coffee but there is an underlying, but I'm here to work and I hope you are too. And know that if somebody drops all their stuff on you and then says, thanks, and forgets to turn it around and do the other thing, you already know the value of
1: that relationship. That's awesome. Well, actually, what's really, really great about it is when they send that to you, when you look through your database, you may have five people, in mind, but that doesn't mean that once you have coffee with them, and all of a sudden you're thinking, "Oh, they were kind of flighty," or mm-hmm. or maybe you don't get the right vibe. You don't have to give them to them; they don't know whether you did or not.
0: Mm-mm. You don't walk into that meeting going, "Oh, I did my homework, and here's everybody that you should meet." It's more so tell me a little bit more about X or Y. Absolutely. Patty, my friend, I could talk to you forever and make this a real coffee, but I'm going to wrap up now. And I am going to encourage anybody who is curious about Patty and about more about what she does and maybe how she can help you that you check out www.m3bizquiz.com. Absolutely. You'll take the assessment and then she'll give you feedback at no additional charge. Seems like a great deal to me. Patty, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you so much for
1: having me back.
0: If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you're looking for other tools for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club, filled with training and tips and tools you can use to grow your business. This has been another episode Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball.